if, if we didn't it. share this desk, it looks like I'm in a different room. Snowball, there's no one there. Snowball. Oh, kind of does. Who is Snowball? Oh. A lot of regret. <laughs> she won't stop. It's my um boyfriend's parents' dog. So I'm still confused on the living situation. You live with Hunter and his parents? No. Just Hunter? Just Hunter. Or just but his parents? I'm staying at his parents' house right I've now. I've done that before. I lived with Janelle's parents while we were together. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Not it's there. fine. I mean, if his parents are cool. Snowball! Janelle's parents are cool. They are cool. Actually, I got to um, take him another camera today. So I'll be seeing him in like... When we're done with this. Shoot. No, don't do that. I need to see okay. what she's barking at. Kill me, cat. Probably that ghost in the corner. Why do you bark? Come on. All right. You... I think uh, I think we're about ready. I'm going to zoom in just a hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that good? Oh. So good. Mm. <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, one. This is the Always More Podcast. Hello and hello. It is November 16th and welcome to the Always More Podcast where we believe there is always more room at the table for honest questions, meaningful conversations, and deeper understanding. Today on the pod we are talking about elves, stinky scientific discoveries, gay police, seeing cars, the 2022 World Cup with Aaron Flynn, and so much more. But first, I am your host, Tim Lichty, and sitting next to me is my best friend and expert in all things anime and zombies, Christopher Ford. Weirdly enough, though, I know nothing about animes about zombies. Oh, well, maybe you they should exist. catch up. I just... I, I, I have no idea what's going on in that world. All right. <laughs> the two things separate? Yes. Together? No. <laughs> yes. It's not going to work. And joining us from the supposed state of Kansas, the greatest Gen Zer to ever Z, that is Harley Bianco. It's not a real place. Uh, you have still yet to prove to us that it is a real place, Harley. I think she's just avoiding us. Like, she still lives here. She just doesn't want to hang out with us anymore. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine? That'd be kind of crazy. <laughs> just, like, bump into each other at Walmart, like, yo, I thought you were you gone. You just like my friend Harley. <laughs> Adopt like, a different no, accent no, no, to pretend you're someone else. <laughs> Weird. Who is this Harley you speak of? <laughs> Start speaking with like an accent. Oh. <laughs> I do it. Uh, all right. Well, Harley, welcome back. We had a uh, a week without you, uh, but you're with us again. Yay. We're, we're excited. Uh, this is our new normal. Uh, hopefully, as time goes by, we're going to upgrade some camera work and some... Uh, I think the audio is going to be good. Uh, but if not, we'll work on it. If not, we can all blame Tim. That's yeah, yeah, blame me. Yeah, <laughs> it's always Timothy's fault. It's always mostly because oh, he does. Man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, let's move into the thing because we got ourselves a busy show today. As I mentioned earlier, we have a special guest joining us, Aaron Flynn, a good friend of ours, and we're excited to talk about the World Cup with him. Uh, but before that. Let's get into some of our, uh, our Reckon Revs. 
This is the part of the show where we like to recommend and review things for you to check out. Chris, what do you have for us? All right, so mine is another Stephen Moffat show. And I I didn't know it was a Stephen Moffat show like Doctor Who and Dracula that I've already talked about. Mm -hmm. I just watched the show and I was like, I really like this show. And then the credits rolled and I was like, oh, yeah, that explains it. That makes sense, yeah. Like, I mean, he uses all the same actors, so, like, uh, use, seeing those actors, yeah. I was like, you know, this feels familiar, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, this show is called Inside Man. It is on Netflix, and 100% of the reason I watched it is Stanley Tucci. Oh. Uh, yes. Stanley Tucci can yeah. do no wrong in my eyes. He has never played a character that I did not like. Even in shows and movies that I did not enjoy, he was the best part of those shows and movies. Um, um, one, did you watch The Lovely Bones? No, I haven't seen that. He's in that? Uh, he was definitely the murderer and the, the rapist in well, that. Well, spoiler alert. So. Oh. Jeez. N- and everybody knows the premise of the movie. That's not... Don't do that to me. Apparently, Anyways. Kristen. I didn't. But <laughs> it's I'm from like 2000. It. I'm going to watch it later. Stanley Tucci's in it. I'm sold. <laughs> Look. You give me a movie with Stanley Tucci, Anne Hathaway, like the I, I can't. The Devil Wears Prada was probably <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. yeah, Anne Hathaway, Meryl Streep, Stanley Tucci. Those are like three of my favorite actors, and they were all in that one movie. So I was sold. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to this yeah. show. So this is kind of like a a murder investigation weird detective series episode so it stars uh lindsey marshall um lewis oliver david tennant stanley tucci dolly wells lydia west all kinds of really cool actors um david tennant plays a pastor that gets himself into a precarious situation in england stanley tucci is a criminology professor on death row himself for the murder of his wife in america and the two stories like start off completely separate, and then by the end of the the season, they're like clashed together mm. in a weird way. And it's a really cool. Like I don't want to give anything away because it's like it's all about the detective side of figuring out stuff. Um, but he's like a genius when it comes to figuring out crime. But he's on death row, mm. so people come to him while he's on death row, and they're just like, "Hey, this is my situation." And he's like, oh, here's the answer. Wow. And they're like, cool, do you need anything? And he's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> not to die would be cool. <laughs> so it is what it is. Uh, but not def- to die. <laughs> definitely a great show. I would suggest it. It's only four episodes. They're like Ooh. an hour long each, and it's on Netflix. Dope. Nice. All right, Harley, what do you have? Um, so mine is called My Policeman. Of course. Um, you come in with Harry Styles. That sounds about right. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> um, anyways. What is it with Gen Z and you, Harry Styles? Uh, yeah. What is what? So what is it with Gen Z and Harry Styles? Have you seen the guy? <laughs> is that even his real name? Yes. I don't think so. I'm gonna go. I mean, it. as far as I know, I, I can't confirm or deny that. Um Okay, so basically, obviously, it has Harry Styles in it, um, but it the the movie description says a beautifully crafted story of forbidden love and changing social conventions. My policeman follows three young people: policeman Tom, 
Harry Styles, teacher Marion, Emma, Emma Corinne, and museum curator Patrick um, David Dawson as they embark on an emotional journey in the 1950s in Britain. Mm. Um, not going to spoil it. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> it was very like, uh, I uh, it was just very thought provoking because I wonder how common of a relationship debacle that was back then. Mm. Um if you couldn't already tell by the um, spoiler in the intro, it, gay police. Um, That's kind of given in obviously the trailer, though, that right? is what. Huh? That's kind of given in the trailer, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I picked so, up on that. <laughs> you can just tell there's like a triangle going yeah. on there. And, and yeah. not the way so it you just, usually it does. It just makes you think. Yeah. So, fun fact, it is yeah. Harry Styles' real name. And also, we have the same birthday. Oh, fun. Oh, <gasps> Wow. Yeah, he was born, well, How does that make you feel? Two years after me. I truly don't care. Uh, but he was born two years after me, February 1st, 1994. So he's 28. Oh, what do you know? Wow. So it's going to be happy Harry and Chris Day. Um, mm. No, ma'am. It's just happy Chris Day. You don't know Harry personally. Uh, s- wow. Hey. I know Harry in my heart. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. You know, it, it actually, Anyways, it, yeah. it reminds me of um, the Imitation Game. You ever watch that? Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, Benedict. That, that one is one that oh. I can only watch once. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. He, he was the, the, the sole creator of um, mm-hmm. the, um, what do you call it? Basically the computer. He called it Christopher. Sorry? He called it Christopher. He called the computer Christopher? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, yeah, he, he, he was a gay man who basically helped the allies break the German Enigma code. And he, and by doing so, he created a computer, um, the first computer. And, but he was, he was gay, which was obviously during that time in Britain, I believe illegal. Uh, and so it resulted in a lot of shitty things for him. So to be chemically castrated. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. How old is that? The movie? 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he played oh, okay. uh, Alan Turing, and it also had Keira Knightley in it. Yeah, it was um, a really good movie. Just... Fun fact, that's where the, the term Turing test comes from. If you're testing an AI to see if it is a person or an AI, it's called a Turing test. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I do. All I, right, yeah. I do so... want to check out My Policeman. That does look like a fun film with Harry. Uh, it's very. I say fun. <sighs> it, I'm excited to see Senior Harry. Your styles. Yeah. It, like, what's crazy is he was such a good actor in it that it made me, like, want to punch him in the face. Mm. Well, that's good. And I was like, dang, or yeah. that's good acting. So, oh, it's, uh, and I think it's, I don't know if it's in theaters right now, but I know it's on Prime Video. That's where I watched it. Gotcha. I have that. Sit in his lap? Is that what you said? I said spit in his lap. Oh, oh! I see what you like did the, there. The thing with him and Chris Pine. Yes, yes, I don't, yes, I don't yes. know what that was all about. But. <laughs> Tim's like, that was kind of a uh, <laughs> kind of sus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do you, bro. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about gay policemen, so who knows? All right, moving along. Uh, I think I talked about Andor last week. Is that what? It, did I talk about that last week? I can't remember what it was. I can open the doc and tell you. Um, in case you haven't watched, that is actually <laughs> not my wreck and rev of the week, but. If you haven't already started watching it, please do. Uh, it is probably arguably the greatest TV show to ever exist. Um, 
it is like I love the Mandalorian, but this show is something special. Uh, it's just wonderful and unique. However, my no, you talked about Black Adam last time. Oh hell, I'm talking about Andor then. Andor, guys, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm changing everything. <laughs> guys, um, changing it on the spot. I am. Um, that was I, the most southern thing you could have said. You said, "Oh hell, <laughs> oh hell." <laughs> <laughs> Possum down out in the sweet potatoes again. <laughs> Get him, mama. Get that possum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Andor, prequel series to Star Wars Rogue One, which is a great movie within itself. In the era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue, Cassian will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero. So... This show with uh, the lead star Diego Luna um, also has Stellan Skarsgård, who uh, is played by Luthen Real. Uh, he plays um, Professor What's His Face in Thor, um, the main professor guy who's in like all three of them. Eric. Yeah. Selwig. Selwig. Selvig. Selwig. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Selvig. This show is. If you sell digs, sell big, sell. Wig, sell, sell, sell the sauce. Yeah, one of those. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) One of those. Uh, If you're not a fan of Star Wars, this is the show to watch. It is. Have you have you been watching it? I haven't been keeping up. I watched the first episode and I'm that's, done. I'm that's done all I've had Okay, look, for. look. Um, bro, no, 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 no. no don't come no, at me. I don't want to hear it, bro. October is so hard for anime fans (laughs) to watch anything else. No. It's so hard. It's not forgivable. Okay, so Andor. Bleach, I didn't even know it was a Chainsaw thing. Man, so. My Hero Academia. Like, I cannot keep up. I'm still trying to finish One Piece. Like, I can't keep up with everything. I, I don't care. You will never finish One Piece. It's okay. <laughs> I will finish One Piece before Oda finishes writing One Piece. And I will be there for the end. I'll be there at the finale. I'm okay. almost caught up. I'm on mm. like 900 and something. He's only on 1,000 and something. I'm caught. I'm catching up. Gotcha. I'm, I'm there. I'm in Wano right now. I'm in Wano. <laughs> I know that doesn't mean anything to you, Tim, but right now I am in. Wano. I'm trying to focus on the true Star Wars stuff here. Okay, look. Let me. Let me. Let me do my wreck and rev. All right. Let sorry. me do my thing. Sorry. Sorry. Andor. It is a Star Wars show that is set within the universe, but looks n- hardly anything like. There is no lightsabers. There has been. Yeah, no, I was, I was say, there's, there's like no, no Jedi. No, no Jedi. No blasters. Nothing like that. It is a purely. Blasters. Is this no? Oh, there is. I guess. Yeah, but it's not. It's not prominent. It's not very common, and it is. It is one of those shows to where it could be set in a. It could be set in the real world and still be like yeah, real. It, it's more like a espionage detective show kind of thing. Sort of, yeah. I mean, it truly is. I mean, Star Wars was made in '77 with the Vietnam War in mind. It was made as like this anti-Vietnam War movie of like, okay, let's rethink the Viet Cong. Let's rethink what we're doing in Vietnam. And this movie truly kind of excels in like furthering that thought process about what it means to be under an empire, which is extremely relevant today. Yeah. Um, and it does it so well. It's so beautifully acted and um, the cast is fantastic. Uh, Mon Mothma is in the show and I love the actress who plays her Gen- uh, Genevieve O'Reilly. My God. It is just, it's so good. So good. And episode- Is this like before Jedi or like, no. are they coexisting? It's just no, prominent? It's during the the wars, during the Star Wars, um, it's- It's in between right three be- and four. I was going to say, it's, it's right before the old 
trilogy, the prequels, um, right after the prequels. So like right before Rogue One happens, mm. it's okay. It's the lead well, up. I didn't to watch Rogue, Rogue One because I'm slacking. But oh, you need to watch Rogue One. Yeah. That's probably one of the best Star Wars movies out there. I, I don't remember the first part of the credits in this show, but I think really? it's, I think it's two or five years before Rogue One. I truly don't know, but it's in leading up to it. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So anyways, okay, yeah, continue. That's it. Just I, I don't want to say any more, but in episodes nine, eight, nine, and ten has been probably the greatest TV I've seen since Better Call Saul, and it's just it's got. Um, Couldn't I, get into that. I, I can't even. I can't even tell you. I don't want. I don't want to oh spoil gosh, anything. Hunter's watching that. Better Call Saul. Oh, it's a good show. Good yeah. Show. All right. Um. So wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Yeah. Um. Hunter is not into Star Wars, so. You, should intro. I just tell him to watch this? He would dig it. Okay, cool. He would dig cool. it. Cool, 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 cool. All right, well, that is our wreck and rev, and now it is time for our one of the well, one of the well, the things that we know people are coming back for. The thing that they love. The the things that we know you people are listening and waiting for, and they're, that is they're only here for Harley. And what did I miss? <laughs> Yes, this is the part of show where nice. we give you some uh, presenting you some news that you probably didn't hear about this week. Because we're a little press on time, I decided to take it upon myself to provide both of the news stories and uh, just have you guys uh, chime in and talk about how crazy and silly and stupid they are. I'm sold. All right, I uh, joined in without having two people ever hoard off. You know? <laughs> how crazy and silly and stupid these so news sorry. stories are. It's insane, really. <laughs> Uh, you know what we need on our streets? More eyes on the road. I was going to say more visible median lines. Well, yes, that too. Uh, Mag- magnetic median lines that don't let you cross unless your blinker is on. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Googly eyes on self-driving cars <laughs> reduce accidents, study claims. Item boxes like on Mario Kart. A study... <laughs> a new study from researchers at the University of Tokyo and Kyoto, 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 Kyoto University in Japan had the researchers mount robotic eyes on the front of a golf cart to see if pedestrians would make wiser choices when crossing the street. The purpose of the manual operated, uh, uh, manually operated eyes was to show whether or not the autonomous system had detected the pedestrian's presence and was subs- subsequent, subsequent. Subsequently. Subsequently. Thank you. God, I can't speak today. <laughs> I cannot. It's all day. Slowly uh, slowing down or halting. One of the researchers wrote in a published study, quote, if the car is not looking at the pedestrian, this implies that the car does not recognize the pedestrian. Thus, the pedestrian can judge that they should not cross the street, thereby avoiding potential traffic accidents. Huh. The results showed that the eyes can reduce potential traffic accidents and that the gaze direction can increase pedestrian's subjective feelings of safety and danger, end quote. Um, so yeah, the in, the goal was to develop a synthetic alternative to eye contact, which may be a vital tool for drivers and pedestrians to use when overtly potentially hazardous circumstances. So it's kind of like when you have to feed a panda, you take like the fake panda into the baby panda exhibit so you can feed the baby panda because it trusts the fake panda. It looks like a panda. It's kind of like humans with eye contact. Like you see a car coming, you're like, oh, that's a car. I can beat that car. But if you see a car with eyes, you're like, oh, that car is looking at me. I should make a better decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like simulated simulated uh, eye contact is like the simulated bear contact, I guess. I don't know. Sure. That's that, that's a wild analogy. You but know, Janelle yeah. always says I have the worst analogies, but it makes sense in my head. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So essentially, it's like it's like you you know when you're at a four way and you're just like you two like you and someone else come in at the same time, so you kind of look at each other like, okay, you going to go or not? It's that it's that self awareness of like, okay, go ahead or like there's but it's a person in a car instead of two people in cars. So the car, yeah. Is making eye contact with the person. Yeah, like I, I want you to literally imagine these big googly eyes on the car. It's literally that. But they're like robotically controlled. Yes, That's and weird. and they tested like when the eyes were not looked at, they didn't look at the person. The person would be more hesitant and wait to cross the street. But when it was making eye contact, it was like, okay, you see me, I'm gonna cross the road now. And so, huh. yeah, which begs the question: Should this be a thing? No. <laughs> I don't like it. Because then that's making them a bit more human, and that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, Uncanny Valley is definitely a thing for a reason, and I'm tired of them trying to make everything look more human. Like, eventually, we're just going to have a bunch of stuff that looks like people around, and we'll be like, what is this? Oh, this is my person-shaped refrigerator. <laughs> what about this? This is my, my person-shaped tiny doorbell. But <laughs> What is this? If you open up the chest, doorbell. it's my person-shaped mirror. Like, I... I don't like that. But in this case, like, especially with, like, metropolitan areas, you, you got to think about, like, a lot of accidents happen, like, at crosswalks and stuff. Like, rural areas are probably not as common. But, like, it, it kind of makes sense to have some – maybe if it's not, like, human-looking eyes, but something to kind of indicate, hey, there's something looking at me. Um, because, because once because – Do now you guys remember – I'm so sorry. Um, do you remember the Chevron stations when they used to have the, the eyes on the cars? The little yeah. Uh, cartoons? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it was that. something like that, I think I might be more comfortable. So more, more cartoony? I'm still not feeling yeah, it. Yeah, they're so cute. I'm not feeling it. Freaks me out. I mean, with self, self-driving cars, I think it might be a good investment because, I don't know, I just, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of self-driving cars in the first place yet. Like maybe 20 yeah. years, 20 I don't years down the road. But I don't trust it. Yeah, it's still early development and I just don't trust it yet, but... Yeah. The more I read about Elon Musk, the less I want. Oh, to I wouldn't have get it from him. But... Tesla. I used to really want. One, I and now literally I go on rants constantly. Else. Yeah. Yeah. I've looked up so many alternatives. Yeah. For, I yeah. want an electric car still. Right. But not a Tesla anymore. Yeah. Do you think if we put googly eyes on purses, then maybe people wouldn't like steal purses? Ooh. Because then they'd be like, "Oh, it's looking at me." That's a solid question. I. Should we just put putting more googly eyes on everything? No. Like, no, th- especially things that you don't want stolen or things that you need to pay attention to? No, we should not. I mean, what about, like, const- is, construction um, trucks and stuff like that? The more you do it, the less effective it's going to be. How do you know? Because it, it's just one of those things that we get used to again. But it's but it's also one of, it's like it's like cross no see I don't know about that because it's like it's like lights or like when like the when you cross the uh, street what do you call it the, the the lights that you the crosswalk light yeah like walk we, we yeah. could be we could be totally used to that and totally ignore it, but we don't we pay attention to it only the people that want to be no safe. people still ignoring I mean yeah they yeah. do but like especially on like college campuses imagine I'm it with googly eyes us. I don't know I think I think I, I, I look at it with googly eyes at least in government and like construction of things I think it could work out I think it could work I don't out. know buses somebody put googly eyes on the book drop at the library look, I noticed it if, I was like oh there's a book you drop are, you noticed it it's staring at me if you are serious about this and you plan to write legislation let me know I'll invest in whatever company makes googly eyes <laughs> but outside of that like I, I just don't I don't think it'll be effective. Okay. All right. Noted. I have so little faith in people. Well, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah good point. All right. Next up, uh, last one. We only have two. It's a twofer this week. Twofer. Uh, hey, Chris. Twofer. Science just proved that Uranus stinks. Well, this is something that I know. <laughs> All right. No joke. Uranus, the planet, smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. According to a recent research, the seventh planet from the sun possesses a hydrogen sulfide-rich upper atmosphere. Which smells like? Yeah. Rotten eggs. Since hydrogen eggs. sulfide is a gas that mostly comes from sewers and volcanoes on Earth, this explains why some hot springs, which are supplied by geothermal heated water, smell like spoiled food and rotten eggs. The gas is known uh, is now known to be a prevalent. Let me start that over. The gas is now known to be prevalent in Uranus's cloud tops, according to astronomers. The results, according to the researchers, will assist. Will exist explain how Uranus and its neighboring ice giant Neptune arose. They published their findings in the journal Nature Astronomy in April 23. And according to the researchers, there is probably a more concentrated source of hydrogen sulfide beneath the cloud deck, but it's probably too far away to be seen by telescopes on Earth. Bummer. So uh, Uranus sinks. Again, this is something I know. So um, the sewers thing. Yeah. That's... Is it because of all of the trash? That's why we have hydrogen sulfide? I think, yeah. I think it's a mixture of like human waste and, yeah. I mean, I I, I I just love that it's like sewers and volcanoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that's the two commenters on Earth where that gas is detected. Like it occurs naturally and And also man made. Weird. Yeah. I think it's just funny. And so does that mean. Go ahead. That, uh, how do you. Is it Uranus? Uranus? Whatever the correct pronunciation is. Um, you know does that mean is. there's like a crap ton of volcanoes? <laughs> I don't know. You know why. You like that? <laughs> I don't a know. A crap ton of volcanoes? I don't th- I think No, I think it's a gas planet, so I don't think so. Yeah. What you're saying is there's a lot of, uh, a, crap ton, a crap ton of volcanoes in Uranus. <laughs> but see, this is just funny to me because it's like, that was the joke in elementary school. It's because Uranus sounds like your anus. Right. And so it's like, as, especially for us boys anyways, it was like, ah, Uranus stinks. And it's like, it was just, I'm a man. <laughs> in elementary school, when we were children. I've always been a man. <laughs> I was born a man. Probably uh, done it in high school too. Yeah. See, yeah. It's just everyone, everyone, everyone joked about it. So it's just funny that now, you know. 30 years later, well, I mean, I guess it's, we've known Uranus for a long time. Um, but it's just funny how <laughs> 20 years later, after we've been out of school, it's like, oh, yeah, it actually does stink, and it makes it even more funny, I think. If only I could tell five-year-old Chris. <laughs> if only you knew, man. If only you knew. All of your jokes are going you to be proven right. true. You were right. You were 100% <laughs> correct, sir. <laughs> You are beyond your time. Oh, man. All right. Well, guys, on that note, we are going to be done with our main segment. Um, But don't go anywhere because when we come back, we have our special guest to talk about the World Cup with us. I'm so excited. Yes. All right, everybody. We will be right back. All right, everybody. Welcome back from our break. Guys, I am excited about this today. It's 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 my it's one of my favorite things. I'm a little indifferent, truthfully. Well, 
I haven't been following. You so can suck it. Uh, guys, uh, this is a special day because we have a special guest with us, uh, and that is our dear friend, uh, life, almost, I mean, is it lifelong? It's, it's half lifelong? I think because we are going to be friends for the rest of our lives, it's lifelong. Okay. I don't think it has to like start at the beginning of life. Right, but doesn't it accumulate for how much time has passed? I don't know. Like, is it the majority of our lives? I don't, I don't think it has to be the majority of our lives, but it is at this point. Right. Anyways, we have our friend of the show and a friend of ours, Mr. Aaron Flynn. What's going on, brother? What's up, guys? How, and Harley. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so glad that you're here with us today. We, we're talking about soccer. We're talking about the World Cup, and I thought there was no other better expert to have on this show to talk about soccer than Aaron Flynn. Uh, yep. How, how you feeling? I mean, truthfully, they're probably better experts. We just can't afford them. Oh no, they're hundred percent, hundred percent. And we don't like them as much, right? How about but if that? you want to talk jerseys, I'm probably the best expert, y'all. There you, you go. actually probably are. We could have a whole episode just talking about soccer jerseys, just your jerseys. Yeah, really. Oh. Yeah. We're speaking of, we we'll have to give like a special shout out and like a little link in our bio for your uh, for your jerseys, man, because you got a lot of good stuff. Talk about that real quick for us. Yeah, uh, I just designed like soccer jerseys um, just for random teams. Uh, the I guess like the highest league I've done is like a Division Three. It's called uh, an ISA. I did like a jersey for Maryland Bobcats. I did um, an esports jersey for University of Louisiana Lafayette. Um, done high school soccer jerseys, uh, jerseys for men's teams, women's teams, and in between teams. So it's been a lot of fun. Oh, I did a jersey for the creator of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. What? Nice. For his soccer team. Yes. Dude. Um, yeah, that's that's like the weirdest flex, but I did it. <laughs> There's not many other people that can say that. That's true. Yeah. He gave me permission to use like the characters as well. Dude, that's cool, man. Yeah. So cool. All right. Well, hey, we, we got a packed show. We, we've already been busy. So let's let's move into it. Today, we're talking about the World Cup. And I wanted to talk about it because I enjoy it. But also, it's the first time in eight years that the U.S. national team is is going to the World Cup. Uh, in the last cycle in the 2018 at Russia, uh, the men, the U.S. men's team failed to qualify. Uh, and so this is a, a, a welcome return, uh, a nervous return, I think. But I'm excited about it. Have you guys been paying attention at all? To not, it? not even a little bit. I always get like super involved during the World Cup and after the World Cup, no involvement whatsoever. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I don't know who's on what team. Did you just Google FIFA World Cup? I did. I was gonna see like what <laughs> what the groups are and everything. It's right here. Uh, yeah. yeah. Harley, have you have you paid attention at all to World Cup ever? Absolutely not ever. <laughs> Well, that's what we're here for. We're here to introduce always more to to everyone, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's just dive into it. I got a few segments to talk about, and uh, we want to give you some information about what is the World Cup and how does it work. So are we ready? Are we all buckled in? Here we go. 
<laughs> the FIFA World Cup, often simply called the World Cup, is an international association football competition contested by the senior men's national team and women's of the members of the Federation International Day Football Association, or known as FIFA, the sport's global governing body. The first ever international football game was a match between Scotland and England in Glasgow in 1872. In 1884, the first British home championship, a global competition for nations, was held. Prior to the World Cup debut, the Summer Olympics football competition had the highest level of status. But in the 1920s, the sport was going through a professionalization process that wasn't in line with the Olympic spirit. Therefore, FIFA, which has been in operation since 1904 technically, began making uh, preparations to have a World Cup. Uh, I'm going to edit that. It's just, it's there. On May 26, 1928, the choice to organize the inaugural edition was formally announced. The first World Cup match was played in Uruguay in 1930, and since then, the competition has taken place every four years, with exceptions of, like, you know, World Wars. France, who, not even all the time, right? France, who won their second championship in the 2018 competition in Russia, are the current champions. The current format to select which team advances to the tournament round, the current structure includes a qualification process that took place over the pre- previous three years. 32 teams play for the championship during the tournament phase over the course of roughly a month at sites in the host nation or nations. The nation, in this case, uh, is it Qatar or Qatar? Okay, because I've heard yeah, it both Qatar. ways. I've heard Qatar, I've heard, and what's yeah. the other one like? Cutter, Cutter. Yeah. Well, that's it's Qatar. Okay, we're just gonna. Okay, 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 okay. It's okay. Qatar. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> also, Tim, I don't know if you know this, but they're changing it to sixty-four teams the next cycle. It's not that, but don't say anything else because uh, that's a part oh, of the quiz. Oh, this a, got awkward. Don't say it. Don't say it. Okay, where'd I go? Right, cool. uh, Qatar. Qatar. <laughs> Uh, they are hosting, or they are hosting, and they get automatic auto, automatic qualification. So, when it comes to hosting the World Cup, the FIFA Council currently votes to determine the host nation. This is done through the voting process, and I'm going to skip this whole other part because over the past few years, it's been kind of sketchy with the FIFA Federation. Uh, basically, there's lots of money. Give it to us. Yeah, it, it's definitely not voting the way yeah. it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, what 200%, it is. Two hundred percent. Everyone just assumed U.S. was going to get. It. And then it was like, oh, look at Qatar with their giant donation to FIFA. So fun fact about Qatar, uh, the prince of Qatar was in America a couple years ago just touring and skydiving Mm -hmm. and doing all the fun American stuff. And my wife got to cook for him and his entourage. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know which prince of Qatar, but a prince of Qatar. Mm. There you go. That's kind of cool. That's pretty that's, that's pretty neat. Also, they didn't really eat a whole lot of the food she made, which was <laughs> more upsetting to her that it just went to waste. But yeah. they loved it. Like they hired them, her for the whole week, her and her company that uh, she was working with at the time. Hmm. So, oh, all right. I mean, she got Tim, paid. you know what makes me mad? Uh, Qatar, France. Qatar. Yeah, so many things. Uh, <laughs> Qatar. When they like submitted their bid, they said that they promised flying clouds. Oh, I know. Like man-made clouds. That. And I don't know where this technology is, but I'm so mad that like we're not one step closer to the shield helicarrier. Right. No, look, here here because a hundred percent. 
Here's what I'll say about Qatar, because we could dive into the very ugliness that has been happening around Qatar. Long story short, uh, a lot of human rights violations and shady things, uh, which if you would like to Google on your own, you may take the time to do so, but it would take up half the show to talk about it. So um, I'm going to celebrate the collection of nations together playing a sport for the form of for the for the purpose of unification. Um, However, I will not be celebrating the country itself. That is hosting. So, yeah, fair enough, guys. You guys ready for a fun little quiz? I a did quiz? not study. No. All right, I might be able to get first in this. You, you might, you, you might get probably this. win. Okay, it is multiple choice, so don't like try to. Split oh, never answers. mind. I'm gonna win. You, so, uh, I'm super good. I at will multiple still choice. lose, and that's okay. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna really try to keep track here. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. Okay, we're going to do this quickly. Number one, prior to the 2022 World Cup, which player is the all-time leading goal scorer in the World Cup history? So, like, a cumulative mm-hmm. over all of the World Cups. Is it Ronaldo from Brazil? Uh, Mirsalav Klos, uh, I think from... Germany. Germany, thank you. Uh, uh, Pele or Lionel Messi? Messi. think it's close. Harley? Because he played forever. German guy. German guy. All right, so we got two for Miroslav and one for Messi? Yeah. The correct answer is the German guy. Ah. Close. With 16 accumulative goals. U.S. Germany. (laughs) I took a shot. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? Let's see what you did there. All right, we got two points, uh, or one point each for Aaron and Harley, and no points for Christoph. That's fine. All right, number two. What was the largest <laughs> What was the largest margin of victory in an international soccer match? 11, 19, 24, or 31? I know this one. I'll I'll answer last. Okay. How about everyone at the same time? 3, right. 2, 1, 31. 31. 31. That's what I was going to say too. 31. <laughs> it's like American Fiji or something like that, right? Nothing can match the 2002 FIFA World Cup qualifying match between Australia and America Samoa, which ended with a America 31-0 win yep. for the Aussies. Dang. Yeah. It makes that, I've seen highlights of that. Yeah, it makes it makes that, uh, what was it, like last World Cup with America versus, uh, was it Thailand, and they won 13-0? Uh-huh. It makes it look like nothing. Yeah. It's literally almost three times that. Yeah. Crazy. If you watch the highlights, like it's just it's really sad. Yeah, <laughs> you, they they just like they they like, oh, never had a they've never had a World Cup qualifying team. They don't have an international team, and they pulled their best players from the island. Oh, and Australia was like they went to the World Cup that year. I think. Yeah, it was yeah. it was rough. Yeah. Oh man, all right, poor guys. Dang. Number three. Uh, currently, how many currently how many national teams compete in the World Cup? If you were paying attention, you heard the number. 20, 32, 42, or 50? 32. 32. The correct answer is 32. Good job, everyone. Hey. You're paying attention. Yes. All right, so Aaron and Harley, you're still up by a point. Number four. Who was the first player to score at five World Cup editions? So who was the first one to do it? Uh, Lothar Mat- Matthias, Matthias, Pele, Ronaldo, or Marta? Mm. Okay, hold on. <laughs> and this male and female mix here. So there we go. I was like, you said Martha, and I was like, mm, uh, I don't know if Pele played five. I'm gonna say Martha. Yeah, I think it's. I'm locking well, no, in for the last one. one. I'm gonna say Martha, but I don't think so. Okay, what's your I guess, think... Harley? 
Uh, the last one. Marta. Marta is the first footballer of either gender to score a five yep. World Cup edition. Yeah. She is often regarded as the best female player of all time and was given the nickname Pele in skirts by Pele himself. Yeah. I had to think that if there was even five World Cups because I knew it was like a recent thing for Women's World Cup. Mm-hmm. That so is both very complimentary and very conceited. Yes. He's oh, like, it's hey, 100%. You're, you're almost as good as me. I'll call you me, but in a skirt. Like, but they don't I? even play in skirts. No, no, they don't. They play in shorts. All right. Shorts. Just like everyone else. Harley and Aaron still with the lead. Uh, here we go. Number five. What is the name of Diego Maradona's infamous first goal against England in the 19, in 1986? Uh, I think Aaron knows this one. The Scorpion, Hand of God, Maradona Miracle, or Bendit? I'm going to let these two go first. Ben, I, I Bendit is the Beckham one. If you say so. Right? <laughs> it's either the first or the third one. All right. You, I'm going to go. Wait, where's this person from? Who is this again? He is Diego Maradona. He is Argent, uh, Argentine. I'm, I'm going to say yeah. the, the third one. You said Maradona Miracle? Yeah. What are you saying, Harley? There's Scorpion, Hand of God, uh, what's... Maradona Miracle, and Bendit. I'm going to also go for the Miracle. Okay. It's the Hand of God. The correct answer is hand of God. He goes he goes up for a header and hits it with his hand. Yeah. And they didn't catch it until like after the game. <laughs> but he's one of like the greatest players oh. like, of all yeah. time. Actually, there's a video of him uh you know Salt Bay, the guy that like yeah. does oh, the whole yeah. salt thing. There's a video of him sweating profusely. Yes. Like looking like he's just in pure ecstasy as like he's <laughs> doing salt bay. He's like sweating and like drool uh, it's Phenomenal. It's a great video. Look that, that up. Sounds later. disgusting. All right. Delicious. It, it's, just, it's like just an overweight Argentinian guy that's like an absolute legend. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, he he, he, he passed now. away a couple years ago, didn't he? He just passed away, yeah. 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 All right. Moving along, Aaron has a two point no, has a one point lead over Harley. Harley has a point lead over Chris. So Chris, you're still in last. Number six, Thanks. which countries went to war partially, you should know this one, partially over a soccer match? Oh, I gave it away there. Turkey and Bulgaria, Somalia and Ethiopia, Indonesia and Malaysia, or El Salvador and Honduras? I do know this one. I know this one. My guess is Honduras and I guess it's El Salvador and Honduras, yeah, too. Yeah. All right, I, I didn't pretty much know just gave one. it away. Sorry. That's exactly I just it. knew Somalia doesn't have a soccer team because they're not... So, yeah, I don't think they're recognized. So fun fact. <laughs> they're um, not a formal country. It, it, it was not a war partially over a soccer match. Well, it was 100% because, about the soccer let match. Let me read the uh-huh. description. Existing tensions between El Salvador and Honduras co- coincided <laughs> with rioting during a 1970 FIFA World Cup qualifier. The ensuing conflict came to be known as the football war or soccer war, although the actual causes of the war went much deeper. It wasn't just because of the football game. It was definitely the spark. Yeah... You tell them, you're, you're telling me. There was like me, tensions, yeah. and then the soccer game was like, screw it, perfect yeah, opportunity, right. we're going to use this. Exactly. It's yeah. very similar to 9-11 for the Iraq war, I think. Like, it was the one event that oh, gave the them the reason event. to do yeah. it. Like, obviously, they were like, we need to find a way to get into this country. Yeah, yeah, and- yeah. Mm-hmm fight this war Let's play soccer <laughs> right and then they're like oh, like oh the assassination of Franz Let's Ferdinand. Do it. yeah yes yes yeah just yeah. like that nice <laughs> the bombing of pearl harbor oh, it's man. weird to put oh, a yeah. soccer game on the same level as 911 but i did it <laughs> it's your nation, I don't think it's on the same level it's just as a descriptor 
All right. Uh, number seven. Lot which lives are lost. <laughs> uh, which country has won the most World Cups? Germany, Brazil, Argentina, or Italy? Are you cheating? No, I wish I could cheat. I can't see your screen. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Eh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Germany, Brazil, Argentina, or Italy? Three, two, one. Brazil. Brazil. Do you risk it? Do you hedge a bet, or do you? I, I don't know. Here's uh... the thing, Chris. If you get it right, you catch up to Harley. If we get it wrong, you, you, you're further back, and I don't think it's, you're going to come it's back. It's worth taking. Okay, what were the teams? Germany, Brazil, Argentina, or Italy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you guys said Brazil? Yeah. I think it is Brazil, though. I'm going to stick with Brazil. It is Brazil yeah, with see? five World Cups. Germany I'm and Italy so have four. I'm good at this for not knowing anything. You're doing really good. Same. Wait, what? <laughs> Not know anything? Uh, okay, number eight. Who is the only soccer player in history to win five FIFA Ballon d'Or? Is that how you say it? It's French, so, I, you know, Ballon d'Or. Mm-hmm. Ballon d'Or. It's basically like the biggest, the uh, like, award any soccer player can get. Uh, who it's has the Heisman for, for soccer players in the world. Right. Uh so who's the only one to win five? Pele, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, or Diego Maradona? I enjoy saying Maradona's name. Is it, I know I know which one it is. Is it Pele? Okay. Ronaldo. I'm going to say Ronaldo. You are all incorrect. The what? correct answer is Lionel Messi with five. Yeah. I couldn't remember who got it uh, first. Messi did you say Messi as an option? I did. Lionel Messi. He did. Oh. did. Both of them have five now, right? No, I think he has. I think Ronaldo has four. I could okay. be, I could be I wrong, but I think he has four. Yeah. Okay. No, I was just wrong. What about my answer? Uh, you said Pele? Does he have any? No. I, th- I think he has two or three. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Hey, you know what's weird? I have a Pele action figure on my mantle right now at my house. I'm surprised you haven't picked Pele more often in this game. Well, he was an amazing soccer player. I understand that. But he didn't play as, like, World Cup-y no. prevalently as everybody else. No. All right. Moving along. Number nine. Almost there, guys. Prior to, the 20... <laughs> Prior to the 2022 World Cup, which goalkeeper has the most saves in a single World Cup match? Juan Luigi Buffon from Italy. Lev Yahin from the USSR, Tim Howard from USA, or Manuel Neuer from Germany. Neuer? Neuer? I don't know. I can't. I'm not European. I mean, I kind of am. But. I think it's the Italian guy. Wait, who's the third guy? Uh, Tim, Tim Howard from US. It's not him. It's not him. Oh. <laughs> so like, remember, this US. is the most I mean, saves in a, single he was game, a in a single game most saves. So it's not like a cumulative. It's just one game. So, one we go with the USSR guy. USSR guy? Okay. It's just a shot in the dark. Harley? Well, then I'm going to take back my answer and go with the US guy. Tim Howard? Okay. It's going to be Tim Howard. Yep. I'm going to be so bad. I'm going to go with the Italian guy. Uh, as much as I love Buffon, it was Tim Howard. Uh, in the, I'm disappointed you don't remember this, uh, Aaron. In the 2014 World Cup against Belgium, he had 15 Belgium. saves. Jeez. I know that there was like, so one thing in my mind was like, I was like, I remember Ghana. They both had like a ton of saves. Like it was insane. Yeah. And so that, like, I was like waiting for you to say the a Ghana goalkeeper. Mm. 
and then you didn't and i was like i got nothing <laughs> yeah but i didn't think it was tim howard honestly he didn't, I didn't win, they didn't did win the game i not think it was tim howard no they didn't win the game. they lost in it was they lost in extra time yeah yeah all right that means harley and aaron are tied tim's name he's great yeah he, yes! he was great Put some respect on it. All right, here. Yeah. All right, here is the last one. Which three countries will co-host the 2026 World Cup? So if you know it, you know it. If you don't, you don't. Australia, New Zealand, and Papua New Guinea. South Korea, Japan, and China. U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Or Vietnam, Cambodia, and Thailand. Australia, New Zealand, and Papua New Guinea. Okay. Harley. Thailand, Vietnam, U.S., Mexico, Canada. The correct answer is USA, Canada, and Mexico. They are hosting the next. If we're still a country by then, all three automatically (laughs) qualify. Yeah, yeah. If we're still a country by then, that is very true. We might be three of them. (laughs) The South arise again. Oh Oh, no. Okay, guys, fun game. Aaron, congratulations. You won at the very end there. It was close, though. Harley, you did really well. Chris, you did okay. You got the Honduras question, I know my right? soccer. Thank you, Ted Lasso. I know my country's history, at least. Led Tasso. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move along. He's going to be, hey, Ted Lasso, uh, Richmond's going to be in the new FIFA. I saw that, dude. I'm so excited. Wow. I got to get it. What? But don't worry, they didn't add any of the women's professional teams. Are you serious? Oh. They took it out? Didn't they have it for the last? No, one? they. I mean, they have the women's national teams, but they don't have like NWSL or anything. Oh. Are you, you know. sure? I just downloaded my first FIFA game like two months ago because it was the free game on PSN. Was it FIFA 14 or something? <laughs> no, it was uh, FIFA 2021, <laughs> I think. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. No. Nice. Well, I'm looking it up. All right. Well, while you're doing that, we're going to move along to some fast facts and terms. Uh, in case you didn't know these things about soccer, because you know a lot of people don't know these things. No, was it? Was it? They're not in it. They 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 they're adding the Europa Champions Leagues, but not anything uh, close to not actual WSL or anything. Yeah, which is a bummer. Yeah, it is disappointing. All right. Fun facts and terms. Let's take turns. And I've been talking a lot, so I'm going to let you three take turns. So we'll start with Aaron, then Chris, and then Harley. So take it, Aaron. Go Can I take for the third one? Or, or yeah, the let's, one. let's do let's do Chris, Harley, Aaron then. All right, fine. Whatever. I wanted the third one. Aaron, Aaron taking charge here. All right, Chris. I got, All right. I got something I want to share. So first and foremost, <laughs> <laughs> there are more nations with soccer teams, football teams, than for any other sport with 211 different teams. It's wild. Jeez. That's insane. You think about That's like insane. you think like, like American football Bro, and basketball and it's like nah, soccer's got them like so far far It's beyond. the world's game. It is. Everybody loves it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Harley, what you got? Up until 1908, soccer balls were made out of executed Irish prisoners inflated stomach tissue. Oh my God! I'm, I'm going also, to assume uh, not all soccer balls, but some. Is some. that for real? Yeah, yeah. I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's... if you think before that, when like uh, Chinese people were at war and they think they invented yeah. soccer, they used beheaded like enemies yeah. as soccer balls. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Soccer's wild. Okay, I want to add something to this one. All right, go for uh, it. But the most fans to attend one football uh, match or soccer match took place in 1950 in Rio de Janeiro. 
A total of 199,854 people watched Brazil play Uruguay in the World Cup. That's a wild number. Now, what I want to add to this is 1950 is also the, uh, like, miracle on grass is what people call it. U.S. Oh, beat England. Yeah. They were super, super, super underdogs. England was, like, dominating. In fact, like, rejected English players played a scrimmage against the U.S. and beat them, like, 12 nothing wow. before the World Cup. But it's cool because uh, I'll stick to the fan side. It, it says that, like, the U.S. scored in, like, the 12th minute and only, like, eight to 10,000 people showed up. Wow. The full stadium at halftime was packed mm. because people were hearing on the radios the score and Brazilians didn't want to play England. So they were, like, showing up to cheer on the U.S. Wow, and so it was, like, awesome. a David and Goliath. So it's really, really cool. So, so what it you're went saying from a half empty stadium we beat to them in cool. the American Revolution. <laughs> We beat them in the War of 1812, and, and then right we beat them again in 1950. But, but did we beat them in the War of 1812? Is that is that a win? Are you sure about that? I mean, <laughs> they burned down the White House. Fair. Canada did. They burned down our White House exactly. But that's Canada. And it's then not, we it's won. Not... <laughs> All right. We don't it give doesn't that matter if we had to jump them. We still won the fight. Sorry, I was really excited. I love that. <laughs> that's cool. And man. there is a there is a movie that like is about that 1950 US team. That's really cool. Really, what is it? Bend it like that. I think it's like oh, the greatest cool. game ever played. I think is what it's called oh, or something I'm, like I'm, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... It's got um, what's his name from Tool Time or whatever, uh, like the youngest son, Jonathan from... Taylor Thomas, or no, the yeah, youngest. no, 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 the blonde one, the middle child, um, John, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, JTT. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I'll look it up. He played I'll, Simba I'll, I'll, Lion King. I'll type it in the notes. I'll type it in the notes. Okay. All right. We got to move along. Chris, take the next one. All right. So in 2018, according to FIFA, more than 1 billion people watched the France versus Croatia World Cup final. The live viewership tended to have 517 million concurrent watchers on average. Crazy. Jeez. Love it. All right, Harley. I wish soccer was like a bigger deal in America. It's getting like, there. This is dope. It's it's getting honestly, there. Honestly, it's getting there. It, it if I don't think I put it in here, but I should have. MLS, the Major League Soccer, is the fastest growing sport in the U.S. Mm-hmm. It's 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 watched yeah. more than uh, NHL as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's catching up to baseball right now. Oh, if it's not already passed past it. Yeah, yeah. All right, Harley. Okay. Nobody watches hockey. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, speaking of viewership, the average viewership from the last three World Cup finals is around 527 million viewers compared to 2021 Super Bowl, reaching in at around 140 million. Yeah. Suck it, football. It's wild. (laughs) I'd actually love to see, like, I wish you could get, like, an accurate count of how many people actually watch, because there's, like, small nations where there's, like, 30 people crowded around one TV and stuff. Like, it's wild. Yeah. Um, so we call it soccer, uh, almost everywhere else calls it football, except like South Africa and Australia. Um, and it's weird that we do that, but it's popular in the U S as soccer, uh, as soccer, but in Britain, they'll always be like, it's football, even though they're the ones that came up with it. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that football like games have existed for centuries, the modern game is frequently credited um, as having started in 1863, when England's newly created Football Association published a set of rules and regulations. Um, but at the time, it wasn't the only game of its kind being played. At, um, like It was similar to rugby football, which is a version that enabled players to carry the ball and run with it. 
Um, that was used in English boarding schools a whole lot. But as a result, association football came to be the name given to the sport played by the football association. Makes sense. And, uh, yeah. And so association is where you get the word soccer. Yeah. Um, because SOCC. Ah. Yeah. Um, but the names would inevitably be abbreviated in the 1880s. Uh, linguistically gifted Oxford students started uh, calling the games of rugger rugby football and a saucer association football later the uh associer was abbreviated to soccer and uh the word swiftly gained popularity outside of the university however in great britain soccer never progressed more beyond just kind of a nickname for the game i did not know that yeah so so the english english are responsible for us calling it soccer yeah so anytime someone tries to give you beef about calling it soccer it's like you guys started it. You, you did this. You are the, you're the, blue, the blueprint. <laughs> you did it first. Yeah. I All just right. hate that they like they confused themselves. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, both of these nah. are football. It's straight up gaslighting. Let's specify it a little bit. Yeah. They're yeah. just trying to gaslight Americans. Yep. I, I am curious, though, as to why we call ours football. Because it's a foot long. Because I'm, I, I'm assuming we're calling it soccer whenever we're playing it's that's not right. That's not. It's a yard long. No, that's, that's, that's not American right football at all. Is not a yard long. That's even oh, you're long. talking about like I thought you're talking about like first and ten yards, not first and ten feet. Yeah, it didn't have something the, to do with about the foot. gridiron football. Like that's where it started as, and then maybe it, whatever. I'm not gonna look it up. We maybe maybe it was this. similar to rugby. Yeah, let's just speculate. Maybe it is similar to rugby. How it started as gridiron football. Yeah, and we already had soccer, so we just called it football. Yeah, I don't like that. You know what? We're changing it. That's exactly how it happened. It's official. Okay. Yeah. Always Aaron, more official. Aaron says I'm gonna go, so. I'm going to go change the Wikipedia. We need to yeah. rewrite the... Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> oh God. All right, Chris, take next one. Uh, the original World Cup was made of paper mache, and after heavy rains in the eight, uh, 1950 World Cup, it had to be replaced <laughs> with a different material. Yeah. Oh, no. Could you imagine winning that prize and, uh, like, you, you stick it up in the air to cheer, and then you bring it back down and you're just holding like, the base. I honestly didn't know that, but looking at the trophy, it makes complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> it looks very it's like, like of, paperish. It's such an underwhelming trophy too, compared to like the Stanley cup. Yeah. I think but what, I get it. what team should do trophy. is like, as one team is like parading around with the world cup, the team that lost should pick up all of the confetti that's like falling and <laughs> oh, build their own. No. And then they could just start parading around and just watch the confused <laughs> faces of all the people. Like, Guys, let's create right a new now? tradition. Yeah, we get the trophy, wrap it in paper mache. Then, when it's raining, that's when the the winning team has the parade, so it reveals this golden yeah, trophy. There you go. I'm That'd be cool. Oh, that's way cooler. I'm down for it. That honestly would be super cool. <laughs> Although in places like Qatar, you'd be waiting for a good long while. Artificial, mm. rain. yeah. The clouds, it, right? It probably fry before it it melt. Hey, yeah. and then start stuck going. to the. That's why they're that's why they're doing it in the winter because it's so hot in the summer there. Yeah. Oh, I don't know smart. if that's true. I mean, it's still even hot then. It's not yeah, true that it's look. hotter there in the summer? No, I, I don't know that that's it's, why they're doing it. It is why they're doing that it. Is. It's oh, always it in the it's, summer. It's always in the summer. All right. I thought they were I just, just a, um, still building their, who's he their, questioning uh, here? their stadiums. Oh, no. Well, that too, they've I guess. Had, but... They've had like 10 years to build their stadiums. Yeah. And 10 million slaves. Oops. Oops. Moving on. Uh, is it Chris? No, it's uh, Harley. 
Cool. Um, <laughs> up until 1991, soccer was illegal in Mississippi. That doesn't surprise me for some what reason. What is this European yeah. commie sport? Just, you know what? They just couldn't spell it. <laughs> so was I. I was also illegal in Mississippi up until 1991. <laughs> uh, oh, no. They, they couldn't spell it, so. <laughs> Mississippi. They couldn't spell it. They couldn't spell it. Their own state name. Moving along. S-O-K-C-E-C-K-R-M-I-S-S-I-S-I-N-G. S-O-C-K. Uh, Aaron, you got that? So, so the, the country of Greenland actually has never, ever been able to have a FIFA-recognized team. Um, that's because they can't grow grass to create fields. However, I will say this. Um, they do have an unrecognized team, and there are a lot of different ones like this, and they host their own World Cups. Oh, fun. Um, so uh, what is the area? I know this is not in the notes. What's the area with Barcelona, like uh, Catalonia or something like that? Oh, yeah, Spain. Yeah. Um, so like... Catalonia and then Cascadia has their own team as well. Yeah. Um, so like Pacific Northwest in America, they have their own recognized. It's like FIBA or something like that. That's basketball. I don't know why I'm saying, um, but they have their own World Cup. That's fun. Um, yeah. So that's really, really cool. You're it's not going to invite me to your party. I'll start my own party. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, and it's, it's going to be Comifa. way better than cocaine and strippers. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Konifa has like, North Macedonia, um, Northern Cyprus, uh, Punjab, um, all these different places that aren't recognized, but they recognize themselves geographically mm. um, as their own area. And Cascadia in, in America is one of them as well. Mm. Um, so they have their own uh, World Cup tournament. That's probably where Somalia participates in. Yeah, I think they're like Somaliland is a team American as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, so, last one. Really worldly. <laughs> Chris, take away this last you know, one. We got to go. A few, a few countries. All right. Germany well, they're, experienced they're, a sorry. baby boom of around 30% roughly nine months after hosting the World Cup in 2006. Yeah, they did. That's awesome. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Makes a lot of sense. All right. We got to move along. Uh, we got. Let's talk about yeah. the World Cup. Let's talk about this World Cup that's coming around the corner. In fact, by the time this releases, what's the date? Is it the 20th? I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this releases on the 16th, so just four days after. Um, uh, Aaron, would you mind talking about what the World Cup yeah. actually looks like as like a format? Yeah, so um, like we talked about at the beginning of the, the show, there's 32 teams that qualify for the World Cup um, in just different geographical regions and stuff. But teams participate and they get drawn into groups of eight, um, each with four teams during the group stage. There's two different sets of groups with uh i don't think that's correct yeah you're like on the side <laughs> i see what you're saying like yeah so each team or eight teams are seated including the host this is how like it's drawn actually i made that a little complicated so they get put in groups of like four uh four is in one group and they draw the numbers and so like they have the best seven teams get drawn into one group and then the host gets drawn in another group as the one seed um that way you're not having like Germany and Spain, like the yeah. and France and one, and it's like competition's not as good for the other groups. Right. Um, but each group completes in a or competes in a four or in a round robin format. I can't talk. I'm having a stroke. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, and each team plays three matches against other teams in the group. Even if you know you're gonna like miss the next round, both teams they're, they'll still play each other. Yeah. Um. And so each team will play at least three games against the other teams in the group. Uh, this indicates that each group has six matches. 
for the sake of maintaining fairness among the four teams, the last round of games for each group is set at the exact same time. So basically if um, one, if there's a, a, a way for a team to make the next round and the other game is affected, it shows like, okay, I'm already secured. So I don't need to like lose on purpose or something, or just go for a draw. It's you're competing at the highest level possible. Well, then also too, um, is sometimes a team will purposely try to get in the second place in that group. So that way yeah. they have an easier match the next game. And so yeah. this kind of prevents that from happening. Or yeah. Like if you see Brazil going on to the next round and they got second in their group, you're like, okay, I'm going to try to play for second in mine. So I don't have to play Brazil. Yeah. I play somebody that was an underdog. Yeah. So it's just, it's a fairness thing. Um, each group's top two teams progress to the round of 16. Um, a group's teams are ranked using points. Three points have been given for a win since 1994, one for a tie and none for a defeat. That's just for the group stage though. Right. Um, once in the round of 16, it becomes a normal knockout single elimination tournament. They add on um, extra time. So you have two 15 minute periods of extra time. Uh, if it's tied at 90 minutes. And then after that, you go into uh, penalty kick shootouts, which, which is are always each my team favorite. has. What was that? Those are always my favorite, the penalty kick shootouts. It's, it's so much fun, but it's such a like, honestly, it's such a like luck of the draw. Right. You it's, know, it's there's super so, intense. such a little. It's true. It is super intense. Yeah. I think um, I read somewhere that the penalty kicks are harder to block than a professional baseball player's yeah. fast pitch. Yeah. Like fastball yeah. pitch. Yeah, the odds are very Well, because like if you if you lean one way and then you real recognize the ball's gonna like go the opposite way. You have to shift your whole already, body. It's and already it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's already in the net by the time you realize. Yep. So it's just you picking one side or the other. And like that's when analytics comes into things. People will have sheets mm-hmm. that say, like, okay, so here's this guy, he likes to shoot right. Yeah. Here's this guy statistically he likes to shoot left. he's gonna shoot it and this way. The goalkeepers yeah. will have it on their water bottles too, just in case. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's on the water bottles because you can't really? have like a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they'll like while they're waiting for the next guy, they take turns shooting. While they're waiting for the next guy to shoot, they're looking saying, This guy's coming up. He usually seventy percent of the time goes right. Yeah. Top right, bottom right. It's it's wild. I really feel like though, like if that were me, I would purposely skew my own statistics. Like seventy percent of the time, I kick yeah. right, and then only during the World Cup, I'm kicking left a hundred percent of the time. But man, if you mess yeah. up, you that's a big mess. Up. <laughs> if you mess up, but yeah. it's something. I mean, at that level though, you have to be good yeah. enough to do that. Well, there's a reason why you you're shoot seventy percent right. at a certain spot because usually you're pretty good. I at mean, that, that 70%. that's your best, but at the but, professional but also, World like, Cup level, you I, have I, to I be get, good. I, I get what you're saying, yeah, but it's just you're more likely to mess like, up. Personally, you know? I Chris, wouldn't do that Chris, because I suck. But the the amount of times you actually shoot a penalty kick though is super low. Right? Yeah. Usually, right. like if I get fouled in the box and Tim's a better shooter than me, like yes, penalty kick, he'll shooter, take the kick for you. He takes the yeah. He takes the kick. So, like, my statistics may be one time I shot to the right. Right. Good point. But they'll take your whole career mm-hmm. and start, start yeah, like, that, analyzing that's what I'm saying. Way. Like, from the day I became a professional, I would focus <laughs> on World Cup. So I would kick right 100% of the time. And then during the World Cup, left. Switch it up. <laughs> but, like, in my practice time at backwards. my own house where I have my own <laughs> professional pitch and everything, like, I would kick left. Yeah. I, I would just practice that at my house and then in the games, <laughs> kick right. All right, we got to move along. Harley, would you do us That's, the honor oh. of telling us who uh, who are all the teams in each group? Yes. 
Um, so group A is Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, question mark, mm-hmm. um, and the Netherlands. Um, B is England, um, Iran, USA, and Wales. C is Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. D is France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. I feel like I know how to pronounce this. Tunis? Tunis? Tunisia. Tunisia. Thank you. Um, E is Spain. Are these like actually labeled by like alphabet? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, or is it just like. No, Spain isn't doesn't come before Costa Rica. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying no, like group, group E. Like, is that like a thing in? Yeah, yeah. Group no, A, group B, they, group C, group D. Yeah, yeah this I is the group that these Spain's gonna play. Spain's gonna play Costa Rica, for example, and Germany and Japan. Yeah, these groups play each other. Yeah, but and... I'm saying like, are they actually labeled in? Yeah, like yeah. the feet, like in yes. soccer in yes. the World Cup. A B C D E. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. that's that's how they ah, okay. split them up that's before they put them into lies. the bracket. I thought that was like for the notes. No, oh, oh. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's for the actual. Um, anyways, E. Okay, um, E is Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. F, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Uh, H, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Um, one of the highest like ranked like the highest average ranked group is actually Group B. Is that right, Aaron? Yeah. Is that do I remember that correctly? Like on it's average, either, they're they're I think ranked. It's either Group B or Group uh, E, maybe E or F. Um, oh, because of Germany and Spain. That's yeah, point. Germany and Spain like skew it a whole lot. Uh, England's a little bit higher, and Wales is okay. Um, but I think it's I I'm not sure. Let me look. Yeah, they um, usually have this thing when when you're looking at a World Cup or any kind of tournament like this. They kind of call it this thing called the group, the group of, death, of death. Is where essentially it's it's going to be very hard to get out of uh, because all the teams are usually really good. Um, or is that or is it the other way around where there's like two really good teams and the other two teams are really bad and it's like you're not going to get out. I can't remember. Elo's deadliest group of death is uh, G and E. Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, and Cameroon, mm. and then Spain, Germany, Japan, Costa Rica. Spain, yeah. Germany, like Japan, has gotten past the first round quite a bit. Costa Rica is no slouch, right. um, but like Spain and Germany are going to get out of that group, no question. But yeah. yeah. All right, let's move along. Uh, Chris, would you like to tell us about the odds? Yeah. So betting odds, because this is a game where people obviously are going to be betting, making so much stupid amounts of money. Um, Brazil, their odds are looking at plus 400. I'm not really sure what that means. So essentially, I know that the odds are plus 400 for Brazil. Uh, yeah, basically they have the highest chance of winning. They're, yeah, they're favored to win, so if they win, you're not making that much money off of them. Correct. Uh, France is plus 600. Argentina, 650. England, 700. Spain, 800. Germany is 1,000. And the USA... Believe it or not, is plus ten thousand. Yeah, not a surprise. We are ten times less likely to win than Germany, who is not even the number one pick. No, I would pick Germany a hundred times before I'd pick U.S. to win it all. Yeah, yeah. fair well, enough. This year, especially. You think though, actually, because Germany they they've been didn't last year or last if World Cup between they... Germany and U.S. I think Germany would beat U.S. a hundred ninety nine times out of a hundred at least. Mm, maybe. 
I think. Okay, well, let's... let's... Until we did the flying V. (laughs) That's true. Okay, so speaking of predictions, uh, EA Sports, uh, FIFA, like the video game, uh, they do this thing every World Cup cycle where they do a simulation within the game to predict who is going to win. And in three of the last four Cups, World Cups, they have predicted the winner. And in this one, they have predicted it to be Argentina, which is actually a really big deal because this is uh, assumedly uh, Lionel Messi's last World Cup, along with Cristiano Ronaldo, because they're just you they're know, getting old. They keep saying that, and then these pros just keep playing. He's 35 years old. Well, Ronaldo's 35, Messi's 34. Is that what it is? Ronaldo's a little I bit older. I think so. But the so? difference is, is like, if they played for the U.S., 100%, they'd probably be back next, yeah. next go-around. Yeah. Like they're like Landon Donovan, <laughs> would, you know, like he he was perfectly fine coming back for the next go around. Right. Yeah. But like Argentina is just chock full of young talent mm-hmm. and he's not going to, I don't think he'll be able to hang. Well, here's another Sadly. thing. The reason why Argentina is ranked up so high is because they just won for the first time in a long time. The, uh, uh, what is it called? Aaron, the uh, okay. South American. Okay. Um, oh, the Co-Libertadores. Co- 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 I can't remember. How do you say, um, is it Liberty in Spanish? What is the word? Copa Li- is that what it is? Copa Libertadores? Yeah. I find out faster than I don't remember. Anyways. He's faster at Googling. Yeah, so they won it for the first time, and so they're on a high, and they they they're, they got a lot of momentum behind them. And then Lionel Messi's yeah. doing good on in a club level right now, better than Ronaldo is. And so France, even though they won the last World Cup, they've been kind of sketchy this last cycle. Um Brazil. Yeah, I'm not high on France. Yeah, Brazil looks pretty good. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they take it pretty far. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. So, did I save that for the last? Yeah, I saved it for the end. So let's move on to this final little segment, and then we will do our own predictions. And let's talk about Team USA because that's where we live. Um, I usually, when I root for teams in the World Cup, I usually root for two main teams, and that is USA and Italy. However, even though Italy uh, won the last. Uh, not Nations League, but like the UEFA. Uh, dang, what is it called, Aaron? Why am I? There are so many different cups. And it's it's I I, I know this. Yeah, it's the European Championship. Anyways, it is. Yeah. Um, they won it in what twenty Europa League. Europa, thank no. you. Yeah, that's no, it's not. That's the that's the under not the it. That's the wrong one. Yeah. Um, is it just straight up the European Championship? Maybe. That's what I would call I don't it. Follow Maybe. In soccer, I talked about this. Yeah. Okay, anyways, they won the last one for Europe, uh, which is highly competitive, obviously. Uh, yeah. But they missed the World Cup, which is crazy. Um, okay, so anyways, Team USA. So here are all the players. I'm going to go through this really quickly. Uh, Team USA goalkeepers, you got Matt Turner from Arsenal, Ethan Horvath from L- Luton, Luton Town, uh, Sean Johnson from New York uh, FC, New York City FC, um, which they'd left out. Uh, uh, Zach Steffen, which is a huge. I was very surprised. Yeah, it's huge surprise. Although, like Sean Johnson is a good, good goalkeeper. Right. I, I basically I listen to uh, I listen to Alexi Lawless a lot. Uh, he's he he has his own show on Fox. Yeah. And he he made a point of saying, well, when it comes to goalkeepers, usually you want to have one guy who is the one guy, and you don't want to have this question mark over both of their heads yeah. of who's number one and number two. And so he probably chose Matt Turner as number one and told Zach Steffen, look, you're not my number one, but I don't want you to feel bad for being number two or number three. So mm-hmm. sorry, maybe next time kind of thing, Fair which enough. makes sense. Um, yeah. You don't want that pressure over their heads during the World Cup. Yeah. Um, all right. Defenders, Anthony Robinson 
from Fulham, Tim Ream from Fulham, Walker Zimmerman from Nashville SC, Serginio Dest from AC Milan, Cameron Carter-Vickers from Celtic, Celtic, uh, Aaron Long from New York Red Bulls, Shaq Moore from uh, Nashville SC, Joe Scally from Borussia, not even going to try it, uh, and DeAndre, what was that? Gladbach. Oh, is that what it is? Mon- oh, I need to right. Uh, DeAndre Yedlin from Inter Miami uh, CF. Um, Sorry, if you hear, if I hear a Seattle Sounder player, I just boom. <laughs> Who knows? There's no real big like surprises. I don't think in the the defender Outside section. Of Pepe. Not no, the defender section though. Like there was a couple guys that were injured, and which yeah. is why you had people like Joe Scally and Shaq Moore mm-hmm. come in. Um, yeah. Yeah, everyone else looks pretty normal. I'm excited to see Dest on the right. Um, Walker Zimmerman's always been one of my favorites. Tim Ream has been surprising because he wasn't in the last World Cup or in the last yeah, um, yeah World Cup qualifying, but he's been doing pretty good mm-hmm. club level. Um, anything to say about that, Aaron? I mean, you got uh, you got a good solid blend. I think having the experience overseas and then like a lot of those MLS players are in form right now because they just played a full season and like, they may be a little bit tired, but you know, for a fact, like they've had a month's rest, right? right. So they're in form and like they've had rest. It's a good thing. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the midfield section, which I'm extremely excited about. Um, We have Weston McKinney, who is arguably the greatest player on the team right now. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He plays for Juventus. Uh, you got Tyler Adams for Leeds United. He's on fire, too. Uh, Eunice Musa from Valencia. Brendan Aronson from Leeds United. Uh, Kellen Acosta from LAFC, who just won the MLS Cup. Uh, Luca De La Torre from Celta uh, Kel- Vigo. And Christian Rod- Rodon from Seattle Sounders. Sorry. Um, yeah. I can't stand Rodon, but he's actually a very good player. Yeah. Dude, this is a younger version of Diego Chara, who Diego Chara is just a workhorse, a gritty, like, bulldog, basically, is a good way I look at him. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, I can't stand Roldan, but I think he's an incredible player. Yeah. Just based on, like... And and maybe explain to the audience why you think this. Because I am a big fan of the Portland Timbers, and their biggest rival is... It's basically Boston Yankees, like, or Red Sox Yankees when it comes to soccer. They... the history goes back to the seventies. Um, they hate each other with a passion and, uh, yeah. And it's always a physical gnarly game. So, right. Yeah. All right. Um, Harley, do you have any opinions on this? No. Okay. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> hey, Harley, just say like, rolled on stupid. What just if they like quote that? <laughs> <laughs> Harley Bianco just one person on yeah just makes national headlines <laughs> um, I, I will say this though I am really excited to see I don't think there will be both on well I don't know do you think Tyler Adams and Brendan Aronson will both be on the starting lineup it's exciting because at, at Leeds they're just a yeah a dynamic duo yeah and I was thinking about that as well with like some of the guys down um like the like Robinson and Reem, I'd I'd love to see them play together. The defenders, yeah, because they got that chemistry. And I mean, you never know. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see Weston. I think he'll definitely start. Um, yeah, you just can't start without him. Yeah, I agree. Tyler Adams, I he's he's just so fast and he is precise mm-hmm. and he's just dude, he's he's stellar. All right, let's move on to the forwards. Um, not there's one big surprise here, but most of it is pretty. Mm-hmm. Expected, pretty predictable, I think. Uh, Christian Pulisic, who is arguably um, 
one of the greatest players on the team, or at least the yep. the uh, the linchpin of the the team. Uh, he plays for Chelsea. It's uh, my son's favorite team. Yeah, yeah. My wife's name. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni Reina from Barisa Dortmund. Uh, he is incredibly talented. He's only 19, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. But he, yeah, his father played for the U.S. national team 16 years ago. Uh, it's in the blood. Uh, Jordan Morris from Seattle Ooh. Sounders, which I was surprised to see him on here because he's oh, he's a little he's old. Well. Yeah, um, and he hasn't been playing well. No, he, he was injured for a long time too. So yeah. I think it, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see him start. Any I game? think it's a chemistry thing. Yeah, yeah. He's got chemistry with several of the players. I've booed people that don't even play for Seattle anymore, but they play overseas, and he's got <laughs> chemistry with them. Yeah. And I think that, like that could be a big thing that you know, you're seeing. Yeah. Uh, next up, you got Timothy Weah from Lille. It's French, so it's, I think it's Lille or something like that. Um, fun fact yeah. about Timothy Weah, for you guys that don't know, his father played for... Um, who did he play for? I can't remember who he played for, but he won the Ballon d'Or in like 95, 94. Really? But his father is actually the president of Liberia. Wow. What the burger? Yeah. Fun That's fact. wild. Yeah. That's intense. Uh, next up, my boy from FC Dallas, Jesus Ferreira. Um, he is probably going to, I would argue, probably be the starting number nine, even though he's not yeah. a traditional number nine player. Um He's he's just been on fire for FC Dallas though. I think he was yeah. what third in uh, goals this this season. Second or third, I can't remember. Yeah, he was really close. Was yeah. Um, then you got Josh Sargent from Norwich City, um, a young striker who has been just on fire lately, past few weeks, um, which is probably why he got the call up. And then I would argue the biggest surprise of the whole 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 team is Haji Wright. Um, I have no clue who he is. He he's such an out there player. He he basically surpassed Ricardo Pepe, which granted he he hasn't been scoring that much this past year, but he was a a, a pivotal part of the World Cup qualifying. And so it is incredible to see that we didn't get Ricardo Pepe and we got it blows my mind. Yeah. I like I, I saw it and I was like, who's Haji for one? <laughs> Second of all, why isn't Pepe on this list? And the only thing I could think of was like, they may have not wanted another winger. Oh yeah. What, does Is that what he's been doing? I thought he was more center. I thought they pushed him out wide, like closer to playoffs. Oh, you might be right. You might yeah. be right. One of the guys at, at the church I work at, he, he's a big FC Dallas fan as well. So yeah. Yeah. It's actually remarkable. If you look at all the players on this team, you got Zimmerman played for Dallas at one mm-hmm. point. Uh, Weston McKinney came from the academy. Uh, Acosta, I think, played for Dallas for a little bit. Who else? Uh, Ferrer plays for Dallas. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people from Dallas. Which, which it would make sense if you. I mean, Dallas builds great rosters. I won't lie; they just sell them off to Europe. Right. We talked about this. Yeah, this this, um, this last year was their first year where they were actually decent in a long time. You're right. I was rooting for them. Once once the Timbers got eliminated, I was like, mm, I hope they win, but. Fair enough. Yep. Um, but maybe like that was why I was surprised Pepe didn't like get picked up because again, chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe well, we'll maybe we'll see some surprises. Who knows? I hope so. How good surprises. All right, let's do our last thing before uh, I believe Aaron's gotta leave us in a minute. Uh, but let's talk about our predictions for the World Cup. Who do we think is going to win and how far do we think the US is going to get? Let's start off with our expert Harley. What do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah good good 
Um, I think. I'm going to write this down too, so I, that I way we know. I was just about to, yeah. You got it? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm going Germany. Mm, okay. Alemania. And how far do you think the U.S. Mm. is going to get? Um, what are my options? <laughs> Will they make it out of the group? Will they not make it out of the group? Will they get to the, the round of 16, quarterfinals, semifinals, you know, finals? I think they're going to get to the quarterfinals. That's a solid mm. guess. I think if they okay. if they do well, if they do if they get second in the group and mm. they have to go against Netherlands, I can see that happening. Yeah. I can see that happening. Chris, what about you? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Good guess. I so I as much as I don't want this to be the case cuz I just have a vendetta against Argentina. <laughs> I think Argentina is going to take it. Yeah. I think they're going to win the entire World Cup. And then I think the U.S. is going to make it to probably the second round of the bracket, the eight, the quarterfinals. quarterfinals. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, how about you, good sir? Well, I have my my list in front of me right here. Um, I think the Dutch are going to beat the U.S. to to go into the quarterfinals. Yeah. Uh, But I got Argentina, Spain. In the final with Argentina taking it 3-1. And then I have Germany and France in the uh, third place game. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. My, my thing was like, I don't see us getting past the quarterfinals. They could squeak one out against the Netherlands, but I don't see them beating Argentina. Oh no, 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 no. Um, unless like a miracle happens, which so it's been close. Like the U S was it 2002 almost made it to the semis only because like a, like there was like a uh, Germany. Yeah. Again, that the hand of France. Uh huh. Yeah. He, okay. So there's a, is before VAR was a thing. VAR uh-huh. is like instant replay. Um, us had a shot on goal that hit his hand on the line. Um, like the call, the famous calls like fringe, he handles the ball on the line. Germany wins an extra time. Yeah. U.S. would have won if uh, if that would have been allowed, or if they had had a PK. U.S. would have won in uh, regular time. Yeah, yeah. The so. I didn't I didn't put this in the facts, but I should have. The highest the U.S. team has ever gotten is third place, but that was in like mm-hmm. nineteen thirty. Is the first World Cup first one? Yeah. So yeah, and then nineteen fifty was yeah. the next World Cup they actually made. Yeah. So yeah, uh, my prediction. Um, I think the U.S. I think they will squeak by the Netherlands. I think they have a really good depth, and I think they're young. They're the second youngest team in the whole um, the whole tournament. I think they have a lot of energy. So I think they were. I think they're going to out tire Netherlands. I could be wrong, but I want to be hopeful. But I think that's as far as they get. Um, yeah. So they get to the to the semi or the um, quarters. Um, Can I tell you my crazy bold prediction for the World Cup? Sure. I have Qatar getting out of group. Oh my god, that would be wild, man! They're, they're, I mean, it's Ecuador they, they, and Senegal and Netherlands. Like, it's very doable. It's, you're you're right. They they did decent in this last few few months against these other um, friendlies. So um, here's the thing with Qatar, right? All those guys play on the same, like almost every single one of them play on the same club team, right? Together, they just travel around and like go. To, they won the Asia Cup, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, and then they took second second or third in the uh, gold cup right. or whatever, not the gold cup, the CONCACAF one. Yeah. Yeah. The one with us, Mexico, Canada, they took second or third in that one. Yeah. So they did real well. They're not a bad team. It's just, uh, yeah. 
Yep. But uh, I, have, I have them getting out of that group. I am going to put in my optimism here, and I'm actually going to root for Argentina because I am a Messi fan. And nice. I think he deserves a World Cup win. And I love, I, well, I'll say this. I have I respect now for Ronaldo um, that I didn't have prior to mm-hmm. his departure from Real Madrid. However, I think Messi is just an all-around better player, and I want the mm-hmm. argument to be over. And I just want, yeah. I just, I just want it. So I like Messi. I, I, I want him to have it. I think he deserves it. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. Yep. Um, why is Argentina like so speculated to win? Like, because what have of, they done? Because the FIFA like, game predicted it. <laughs> they because of what? Argentina. Because the FIFA game predicted it. It's not just that on Xbox. It's not that. It's they've they've historically been a decent team always, mm-hmm. if not a good team. Um, but you, they also have arguably the greatest player to ever play the game on their team, along yeah. with a good, solid team. South American teams usually have at least decent players. Most European teams get a solid part of their team from South America, um, and so uh, Argentina past few years, like I mentioned earlier, they won the South American cup or the thing it's called um and so they're they're on a high right now and so it's a good possibility with Messi's last world cup it being a good team already um they could take it far it really just depends on how the groups end up really so um yeah interesting okay my other guess then is spain it's gonna win that'd be interesting yeah i like it yeah all right guys aaron i think you got to go right yeah, before I do that, um, because I'm not going to be able to be here for Wreck and Rev. Oh, um, man. I know, right? Um, all right. I was going to wreck Amend. All's <laughs> Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, um, I've been wanting to watch that. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say two things about it. But then I actually have like a legit recommendation based on like what we're talking about. Okay. Um, first of all, I thought I, I was listening to the Halloween episode thinking, oh, this would be the perfect Halloween because it is not a war movie. It is a horror movie. Um, just watch it. You okay. will see. Once you watch it, text me <laughs> because it doesn't celebrate horror? war. It shows the horrors of war, and it is oh, okay. terrible. Um, it's a phenomenal movie. Is it, is uh, it like but, ghosts and demons, or just like war? No, 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 no. It's a. It's based on a World War One um, trench warfare. Like it shows from a, a German soldier's perspective. It's an older movie. It just, or the, the original is. Yeah, it. It's it like, book. without like getting into spoilers, it shows from like high school it follows this one high schooler and um he leaves him and his friends are all excited to go join war because they're so excited they forge their parents signatures all that and then they get to the trench and it is horrifying yeah and it's showing them learning what tanks are like they've never seen tanks before and they're seeing tanks roll up to them in the trenches and like it is Hmm. it'll leave you speechless it's three hours that goes by quick too. Yeah. Um, and I, the thing I, three hours. Yeah. And the thing I love about it is it doesn't celebrate war. Mm, that's good. It just shows the gruesome, I hate movies horrible. That do that. No, like it's not like that celebrate war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That celebrate it. Uh, yeah. It shows like literally the pointlessness of war. Mm. Um, I'm not going to give anything away, but you watch it, you'll leave speechless. If you love history, watch it. It's not a hundred. There is a book by the same name. It's similar, but it's not like a hundred percent accurate to the, like, the book itself, but it's still phenomenal. Mm, thanks, man. The other one on topic of this is 
um, I would recommend you support your local professional soccer team. Yay. Um, My man. Yeah. Because uh, I was looking up because I know y'all are based out of Colleen. Um, the closest quote unquote professional soccer team is in Tyler. There's a, a team called Tyler FC. Um, there's really not a whole lot. I mean, Houston has a couple, but um, there are a bunch of lower league soccer teams that have like a hundred people show up at the games that are playing teams from other cities and stuff. And like you get involved and you check out those games you're going to see college players that are trying to make it yeah. that aren't able to be paid. And they're just playing for the love of the game, really. Mm. Um, so if y'all fault, like if you want, I can try to put together a list um, of really cool, like local small teams yeah, man. Um, or try great. something different. Find some in Kansas. Find some in Kansas. There's uh Wichita yeah. FC, I think is what, what it, or FC Wichita, which has one of the coolest soccer logos there is. Um, that's really, mm. really a cool. Uh, and they're like, fourth or not fourth they're like fifth or sixth division and it's again college people mm. um they have a good following too but they have also one of the best logos there is cool i've done a jersey for them not like a for the team but just a mock-up so oh, man. support your local soccer Very team groovy. yeah well aaron on uh, that note man i want to say thank you bro for for being with us and thanks for taking the time i know you're about to jump out and go watch black panther and so we yeah. appreciate you making your super jealous and sharing all of your knowledge. Yes. Of course. The beautiful sport that is football. The beautiful game. Glad that like I'm able to like actually share legit knowledge instead of looking like an idiot like last time. So <laughs> I think you looked amazing last yeah. time. Don't listen to what Tim says. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. On that note, we're going to go into break and we will be right back. Thank you all for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at at alwaysmorepod. If you'd like to ask us a question for us to answer on the pod, you can email us at alwaysmorepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can call us on our Always More hotline and leave a voicemail question at 254-218-4042. You can also follow all of our social medias individually and as the Always More podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to it. All right, everybody. We are back from our break. Talking back, back. Talking about the World Cup. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I like to, you know, I've always enjoyed soccer because I played it, but it's one of those things that I think it has like such a like a stigma on it because not a stigma any well maybe a, a tiny one because Americans hate anything that isn't actually American. Right. Right. And yeah. And and so growing like my whole life has been basically defending soccer. Because yeah, yeah, because you know communism or whatever, and you know it's British. Um, and uh, anyway, so I, to me, I, I love learning new things, and so I really enjoyed kind of teaching a little bit or you know talking about soccer a bit. There's another sport that I've been really uh, learning it's it's cricket. It's a lot of fun, and it's very different and unique. And I think it's just fun to learn new sports, new things. Fair enough. It's always fun to loon loon. Good night. Anyways, let's just move on. <laughs> I was going to try and back, like backpack off of that, but it, it didn't. It didn't. All right. Let's move along, guys, to talk about some fan questions. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. So if you would like to provide us any questions, you can always direct message us. Uh, you can 
leave a comment in our any of our social media platforms. Uh, you can email us, or you can leave us a voicemail at our Always More hotline. And you can do that at 254-218-4042. Once again, that is 254-218-4042. All right, we have two questions for y'all today because we're making this a quick one. Juan, Juan Carlos, Juan Carlos, Juan Carlos, Juan Carlos Padilla asked, "Was Papa Smurf the leader?" Guys, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think I've ever watched a single episode of the this Smurfs. Is where I shine. <laughs> if I know one thing, okay, it's the Smurf. I'm just kidding. I don't. I, I don't know too much about the Smurfs. Um, I do. I do remember watching the show as a kid. And I remember Papa Smurf being like a father figure more than a leader, mm. whereas he would like give them advice and tell them things and explain things to them, and they would just completely ignore him. Mm. And they would do whatever they wanted and end up in trouble, and they'd be like, help, we need Papa Smurf. And he'd be like, all right, this is how we get out of this situation. And they're like, all right, cool. I wish we would have listened to you in the first place. <laughs> and then the next episode, yeah. they'd be like, hey, Papa Smurf, what do we do with this? And he'd be like, oh, this, this, and this. And they'd yeah. be like, cool. We're going to do something totally different. <laughs> so, yes and no. He was a leader, but an ineffective one. Oh, okay. And not by his I own don't... ineffectuality, just because getting Smurfs to do anything was really, really hard. Interesting. Interesting. Especially the um, younger ones. I remember watching the movie when that came out a couple years ago. <laughs> um, I, I think that was like, I don't even know maybe like 2011 question mark. Um, and just like Chris said, the same situation. <laughs> it's just, they'd be like, Hey, we're going to do this thing and not tell Papa Smurf. <laughs> and they'd be like, Oh no, we're in a predicament. And he'd be like, I friggin' told you. <laughs> but like Chris said, I don't think it was a matter of it. Like him being, he, he wasn't the leader he was just the head figure. Mm. He's like the oldest one because I think most Smurfs are like a hundred years old, and he's like five hundred years old. Oh wow! But and it's like um like in it. the Ninja Turtles, how the what's his name, the rat guy, Splinter. Thank you. He's not no no, yeah, Master Splinter. Yes. Is that his name? Are you challenging so he's me not on like... Ninja Turtles? Look, I may not know a lot, but the Ninja Turtles, I, thought, I, I thought... do know. <laughs> Well, who was their, like, big enemy? I thought Shredder. their enemy was Splinter or something no, like that. No, the enemy was Shredder. Thank you. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Anyways, <laughs> he Splinter, he's, like, the figure, like, their, their master figure, but he's not, like, the leader. Yeah. You know, like, the Ninja Turtles themselves were yeah, Leonardo was the leader. leaders or whatever. Leonardo was the leader. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. But Splinter was the master. He taught them everything, and he gave them advice, and they oftentimes ignored him. Much like yeah, the Smurfs. Yeah, and I think that equates to Papa Smurf. I don't mm-hmm. think I have ever compared the Smurfs to the Ninja Turtles. This is groundbreaking, In my yeah. head. And I don't think anybody has ever been so bold as to say that Papa Smurf and Master Splinter are the same. I don't say I don't think they're the same. I think they, they hold similar places. They, they, like, have same place value for mm. their people. So where they are, people. they're the same. But still different, but still same. Absolutely, same. that is, oh yeah. All they right. represent the same position, but they are two completely different entities. Splinter would abolish Papa Smurf in a heartbeat. Yeah, hundred percent. If Gargamel came after Splinter, it'd be game over. Game over. 
Gargamel was the human that was always trying to eat the Smurfs mm. with his cat. Oh, okay, yeah. But he never was successful. Of course. If he went after Master Rip Splinter, it'd be, it'd be game over. <laughs> All right, Juan Carlos, uh, there's your answer. Uh, no, he was not. He, uh, I mean, what is the answer? Is it like yes and no? Both? He's yes. The, he, was, dad, he was the leader. He's not the leader. No, no, no. He was the leader. He just wasn't good at it. I don't think he was their leader. The question is, if just because you go to someone for advice, does that make them a leader? That, like, did he? Did, no. they, did he have the final say in things? No. Yeah. Yes. Because anytime, like, no. they had to lock down Smurf Village, it was always him that was like in charge of everything. I have no idea. No. So I'm just seeing how much I can get you guys to fight. I think so. It's like it's like a king. <laughs> like a king is not a leader. That by very definition, yeah, yeah, yeah that's is. what yeah, a king is. is. Yeah. Not like okay, not a motivational but that's like leader, but he's a leader. Elizabeth is like <laughs> he's a boss. peace. Sound, shout out my girl. Maybe, nah. maybe, Anyways, maybe the better oh, question is, really. is: Is Papa Smurf a boss? I guess he's more of a boss than a leader. I don't know. <laughs> How do you define a leader? Who who are we going by? Who has authority? Who does are, he have authority? Are we doing John Maxwell's twenty-one irrefutable laws no, no, of leadership no, here, no, or no, like what's, does, what? How do we, how does one define a leader? Does he have authority over the other Smurfs? Yes. Then yeah, he's a but leader. it is oftentimes ignored. So yeah, I would say yes that he's just a bad leader. Then. Yeah. I he should I have led with. I, I think it rain, I think it, it rains in on authority. Yeah. And see, and here's another thing, though. Like, Smurfette almost always would have listened to Papa Smurf, and all of the other Smurfs would have done anything for Smurfette. So if Papa Smurf told her to tell them something, it would have been done. Mm. So he just needed to learn to delegate better. Okay. So I've done some research. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Please tell us. I did not think this question was going to take this Did you just type in who is the leader of the Smurfs? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Papa Smurf. There you go, Juan Carlos. All right, moving along. Chris, give us this one. So Kira, uh, my wife's best friend and our lawyer, asked, <laughs> what is something that will always be worth splurging on? Toilet paper. Food. Ah. 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 Streaming services. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say food. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, but what is more important I here? Struggle. That's the question here. Food, food, food or is toilet more, paper. Food is way more important than toilet paper. Because without toilet um, paper, can... I'm just uncomfortable. Without food, I'm dead. No, 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 no. That's not the question. Yeah. No, no, no. The question is not what do you spend money on. The question is what do you splurge on, which means goes above and beyond what is necessary. Oh, I. I get our finest toilet paper from HEB. It's like the the HEB branded Charmin. Like it's good. It's not like the super soft, gross stuff that right. like disintegrates in your hand. But it's not like one ply either. Like it, it's a good solid toilet paper. That's what I'm saying though. Like it does do, not do you... cost as much as some of the other stuff out there. So I don't splurge on toilet paper. But, but if, if I it came down to it, if I go like literally. 10 steps away from the toilet paper aisle is the chocolate milk aisle. <laughs> I'm going to get Borden 100% of the time, even though it's more expensive than the HEB brand mm. chocolate milk. Like, I'll get the HEB brand toilet paper, 
I will not get the H-E-B brand chocolate milk. Interesting. Interesting. I'll splurge on yeah, food before I, I'll splurge on toilet paper. Without a doubt, it's food because I can justify it. Because I feel like when it comes to other things, like I'll be like, oh, with clothes, I'll be like, ah, I could get this American Eagle shirt or I can go to the thrift store. Yeah. But, but like when it comes to like, like food, Oreos, I'm like, ah, I, Cheesecake I Factory. The, I have to get the brand name Oreos. I can't get twist offs. But here's the thing. But right. what is something that was the question like is what justified. is something that will always be worth splurging on? That means consistently splurging on. You 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 splurge on food all the time. It's going to pile up here. But toilet yes, paper, that's a necessity. Does. No, it does pile up. <laughs> it 100% piles yeah. up. I cannot tell you how much money I've spent on food. <laughs> it definitely piles yes. up, but it's always worth it to oh me. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. I just find it so much more justifiable because it's like I need to feed my body. So if I get like, I don't know, the extra $2 worth of whatever this thing is, it's justified. Like 100% of the time, I'm going to Taqueria over Taco Casa. Mm. Now I'm hungry. You want to get me some? No. Okay. No, I do not. (laughs) He's going to get you toilet paper. <laughs> Eat this still. Yeah. I'll go buy you some Charmin. How about that? Splurge on that. Are you, any other ideas? Any other things that are always worth splurging on? Mm, most of mine are food related. <laughs> I don't buy video games anymore. And if I do, I always get them from like GameStop or the sh- Amazon warehouse. How about shoes? Or like clothing? No. I, I win most of my shoes from competitions at work. <laughs> Or I buy them at Marshalls, so no, I wouldn't say shoes. Clothing, I go to Marshalls or I get it from work because, again, I win. Haircuts. Mm. No. For the longest time, I went to this uh, Asian haircutting place, barbershop on Fort Hood Road, and haircuts there are like five bucks a haircut. Mm. I recently started going to a black-owned barbershop um, in Heights, and I like that one a lot better. The haircuts are better, but definitely a lot more. I, I don't really care that much. Mm. Like I go when I have the money to do it. I'm not like I need a haircut every two weeks. Yeah. So like, if I need a haircut and I have the money to do it, I'll go there. Yeah. If I don't, I'll just wait until I have <gasps> the money to do it. Mm. What you got? My one is body care. So like shower uh, stuff or like deodorant smart. or like sprays. I will always splurge because I'm like I have to smell mm. good. So, I have to. Mm-hmm. I have to have nice hair, and I have to smell good. I'll always splurge on that. Yeah. That's justified because I don't. I don't want to stink in public, right? My, Come my, on. My body wash and my deodorant. I'll yeah. Yeah, I recently did the bad thing of trying to find like cheap deodorant because I was just don't like, do that. It was bad idea. Like it was like a pack too. Not only does it not work, it just doesn't but last. It smells bad. Uh, right. And cheap yeah. deodorant is the worst. It like, lasts like two hours, and I'm like putting it on like every two hours. So just, I stick with degree. Yeah, degree or nothing. Yeah. I like Dove. Dove is pretty good. Mm. All right. I don't well, know if Dove even makes men's scented. They do. Stuff. Yeah, they do. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, uh, friends, fans of the pod, for giving us your questions. We appreciate that. Uh, don't forget, guys, if you'd like your own questions answered on the pod, to give us a DM, drop it in our comments, slide into our DMs. Yeah, do whatever you got. Uh, guys, final thoughts. 2022 World Cup is upon us, and by the time this episode releases, four days away, uh, are we are we pumped? Are we excited? Final thoughts about soccer? World I'm Cup? really excited for the actual World Cup itself. Like I said, I only get excited during the World Cup. Yeah. 
which I'm sure is most American soccer fans, football fans, whatever you want to call them. Um, and the country that I usually vote for, Honduras, isn't even in the World Cup this year, so I'm a little bummed about that. Yeah. But I think, I think I'm pretty excited about it. It'll be fun, especially if they get those clouds going. <laughs> Harley, how about you? You want to watch the World Cup? Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it actively, but I'll probably kind of maybe keep up with it. But that's only because of Ted Lasso. I'm going to be 100% yes. honest. I was not into soccer until Ted Lasso. Hey, it's fine. You know, Ted Lasso did so, his job. Janelle and I just finished all yeah. of our shows. And we're looking for something new. So maybe, maybe. <gasps> Ted Lasso, we'll please. Ted Lasso. It's, the, please. It's, it's Christmas time. It's perfect. Oh, it is true. It is a Christmas show. It's a Christmas show? Why didn't you lead with that? Or is that it has, like, two? Christmas stuff in it. I would have watched it day one if you led with that. I think both seasons You know Christmas how I feel it. about Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it's got Christmas yeah. in it. Oh, my God. And the Christmas episode is so good. Mm. We're watching it tonight. Okay. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's some exciting news, guys. Um, wait, Harley, did I interrupt you? You are saying something? Um, she was talking um, about Ted Lasso. Oh, I okay. guess my last thing is... Um, I think it's interesting that's going to be in Qatar because I know somebody who just came back from there on, like... Station deployment, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And so when you mentioned that the World Cup was going to be in winter, um, I didn't realize it was because Qatar was so hot. But then I thought about how he told me that it got up to like 130 yeah. degrees over there. Yeah. Awful. In the summer. Yep. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. So that's going to be cool. I think. Yeah. They, I think they were originally going to try to keep it in the summer and just do like AC stadiums, but then I guess it was too expensive for them or whatever. So that's why they finally didn't move it to Yeah, trying to air condition an entire mm-hmm. stadium worth of world cup viewers is really hard and expensive. And guitar. Or, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Um, okay. So here's it's also, is it, is it a world, I mean, brain third world country? Is it? No, I think it's no. a, it's a oil nation. Yeah. It's, it's pretty yeah. wealthy. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Yeah, it's it is not poor at all. Um, there but, are like smaller oh. poor villages, just like anywhere else, but it's yeah. it's got a lot of money for a country. Yep. Cool. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, I was correct. Sunday, November twentieth is the first uh, World Cup uh, match. It will be between Qatar and Ecuador, uh, and that is on. I believe it's going to be on Fox Sports at ten a.m. Um, I don't know if that's Eastern time or Central time, but it's around that time. Uh, U.S., guys, if you want to just pay attention to one team, pay attention to the U.S., because it's, it's an exciting time to be a U.S. soccer fan. Um, oh, yeah, Harley. Question. Yeah. Does it go through the groups? Yeah, so they do each group, like, go A through, was it F or whatever ends on? Uh, H. Yeah, uh. and so they, they do, well, two or three, two or one or two matches at a time in each group. And sometimes there's like three or four oh. different games on a day. I can't remember how yeah. many, but oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I know when cool. they break into the brackets, it's usually two in a day until they get to the semifinals. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Sunday, November twentieth is the first match. However, if you just want to watch the U.S. team, which again I highly encourage, it's an exciting time to be a U.S. fan. Young blood, a lot of. In fact, I think there's only one or two players on this whole roster who have ever been to a World Cup. What's good, young blood? Yeah, and it's. And that's because we missed the last World Cup. It's been eight years since we've been to one. Right. So, you know, eight years is basically three quarters of a professional soccer player's, you know, career. Um, So it's, it's, it's a big deal. So November 21st, Monday at 1 p.m., U.S. is going to play Wales. And then, guys, this is a big one. 
Friday, November 25th at 1 o'clock, the U.S. is going to be playing England. That's Black Friday. I was going to say, is that Black Friday? <laughs> yeah, it's going to so be. So make sure you get your big TVs and then watch yeah. it on the big TV. Yeah, big deal, guys. Um, I would, I, I'm seriously thinking about inviting everyone over to my house to watch that game. Um, and by everyone, I mean you guys. The three friends you have. Yeah. <laughs> invite Aaron. Um, we should invite Aaron. And then on November 29th, U.S. will play Iran. Iran? Iran. Um, and so, yeah, those are the three group games. Um, England's going to be the biggest, hardest one. So, and it's on Black Friday, so it should be super fun and exciting. Guys, please join in. It's we, it's be a lot of fun. I don't know. Maybe should I do like a live thing, like a live feed tweet of the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. The always more. Do we have a Twitter? Yes, yes, we do. Always more. The always more football. The always Ooh. more live tweets yeah. is what you should call it. Yeah, All right, I'll think let's about spell it F U T. Football. B-O-L. Yeah. The, the right way. <laughs> all right, guys. On that note, I believe it is time to wrap up our show. So thank you all again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a five-star rating on all your favorite podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at, at Always More Pod. Chris, where can we find you? I am on Instagram at Captain underscore CT Ford and on TikTok as Christopher.Lionheart. Harley, what about you? You can find me on Instagram at what Harley W U T Harley and on TikTok at HarleyBean.co. Hey, and then you can find me on pretty much everything at, at Tim Lichty. That's L-I-E-C-H-T-Y. Thank you again for listening and for being a part of the conversation. And remember, there's always more than this. Bye, everybody. Deuces. Thank you for listening to the Always More Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share, like, and rate on whatever your platform preference is. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at AlwaysMorePod. If you'd like to submit a question, you can ask us on any of our social media platforms, or you can leave us a voicemail at 254-218-4042. If you'd like to feed into our caffeine addiction as well as support the podcast financially, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash AlwaysMorePod. For further information and to contact us, you can email us at alwaysmorepodcast at gmail.com.